in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. listen online at our website which is to petro.com it's wednesday it is july 20th you just heard the forecast very very warm outside and it's also a big day as we are awaiting uh president biden is set to land at tf green airport where he's then going to make his way to brayton point in massachusetts so i want to um we're following in the background we have a little bit of the um channel 12 coverage they have a, a monitor on that. And then I also want to, we're going to watch this. It is it is certainly newsworthy. I want to see if the, um, who else? I know that, so Channel 12, they are live and they have Ted Nisi at Brayton Point. Um, I don't know if the other ones are, if 10 and 6, if they're also live at the airport or they're just running regular programming. They're running regular programming. So, all right, I give it credit. Channel 12 seems to be right now the only one that is live on, on this. So we'll follow some of their coverage with that. So they have um, Mike Montecalvo in studio, Sharon, Shannon Heggie, who is the co-anchor at the six. She is at TF Green. And then they seem to have Mike Montecalvo in studio. So we'll follow some of that coverage. Now, bigger story as we're going to monitor that because we want to see what happens with Governor McKee greeting. Who's going to greet President Biden at the airport? I believe Elizabeth Senator Elizabeth Warren's on board. And also, um, let's see. Now they have Kate Walsh. Where is she? Um, I think she's in Massachusetts as well. All right, so they're doing team coverage, which is fine. Um, so Air Force One or some version of Air Force One is going to be touching down. But, folks, big, big story today is Tony Silva, the former police chief and the uh, former police chief of Cumberland, and then also the former chief of staff to Governor McKee. He, um, he, the Peter Narona, the attorney general, has basically cleared him of of any wrongdoing. Said that his his actions were certainly questionable, but but cleared him. Now I'm also seeing um, Valley Breeze has a story. The suspect in the standoff had a conflicted relationship with law enforcement. I, I think they were publishing a lot of his stuff. People were sending me stuff. This was just posted today. The man at the center of the 17-hour standoff had some good and some very negative public commentary about police. Uh, Letters to the editor over the year showed the 56-year-old Gino Rotundo gives a good deal of thought to law enforcement. His most recent letters written and published last year and expect deep content with police and Mayor Charlie Lombardi. Well, that's because they published them. Now, I noticed that they're not mentioning that the Valley Breeze uh, published them. So last week's standoff, uh, you know, shelter in place, called 911. We went through that. That was last Wednesday night. Um, let's see. He's being charged on standing warrant. Da, da, da. Speech to the officers. Um, here they. Here's where they mention Redondo's. Oh, March of last year, letter to the Valley Breeze stated comes from he comes from a family of police officers and the job of police protect and serve. Um, trying to say that they do not have safe streets. So, uh, for whatever reason, folks, Biden is uh, running delayed, and I, don't, I can't believe they're including some of the things he wrote again into um, into some of their stories. So, we are standing by for President. Biden is going to land at TF Green Airport. We want to cover that, watch what happens. Heat is the big story of the day. 
Let me just see some other headlines here. Judge orders Giuliani to testify for the grand jury in the election probe. Um, New York ambush kills law and order crew member. Um, a cop on horseback chases down thief in Times Square. Rogan criticized for saying, go shoot homeless. I don't know what that means. Uh, relentless. Heat deaths rise in Phoenix. There it is. I mean, it is so brutal. When I have been to Arizona and did spend some time in Phoenix, they said that in August, the, the temperature gets to like 117 degrees. But then it's actually even chilly at night when you need a jacket because it's the desert. So it's warm during the day. Now, what is this? Um, Let's see. CEO pay is is that the ceo's average pay was 325 times higher than employees all right i think this is air force one coming into tf green i think so all right so we'll monitor this folks again you're listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 and 99.9 fm so they'll land and then the motorcade, and then he'll fly again. He will fly out of TF Green a little bit later. So we'll uh, monitor the Channel 12, especially the part where on the tarmac and the group that will greet him. And um, it is, you know, it is amazing seeing Air Force One. It is uh, incredible of that. And then he'll, they'll uh, have their motorcade to Brayton Point in Somerset, where then they'll have a big thing on climate change. So I want to see exactly when they show the delegation that will then go and greet him when they're coming out. I think there are some protesters that are in the area. Um, Let's for a moment, folks, just dip into Air Force Fund will turn around and then they'll come back. Okay. Yeah, let's listen. There's, um, who else do I see? There's Governor McKee. I'm not sure. That's Sheldon Whitehouse. I see him. Who else do I see? I don't, oh, that's uh, the Mayor of Warwick is there. Yeah. I don't know that person. See if Biden does the rope line or comes over to the media. So I see the Senator Whitehouse, Governor McKee. You know what I noticed, folks? The name of the mayor of Warwick does not roll off my tongue. Someone asked me, how do you think Mayor Pacozzi is doing? And I had to think for a moment. Oh, that's right. The mayor of Warwick. Well, it's certainly a long, uh, a warm day at TF Green. I don't see the president's plane now coming back down. I don't see the governor's mother. Mother. Is Air Force One? He's, by the way, he's got the full Massachusetts delegation on board with him. Mike Bonnie Cabo, WPRI. It's a very quick trip. He's going to be back on the plane before you know it. Uh, what kind of access uh, is the press going to have uh, with the president here at the airport, do you know? So I'm with 
Environment Photographer Brian Welch, who was here when Vice President Kamala Harris came into TF Green about a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, he said this is much closer and we have much more access um, for this visit uh, than they did back then. Um, we are right on the tarmac. Our, our location is right as the president's going to get off the plane. Um, and it's what they call open press. So that's uh, much more access than what we normally have. Again, uh, still tons of security. They had to go through all of our bags and our trucks. Um, about 10 of 12 today, uh, just to make sure, you know, that everything was safe before the president's arrival. And, of course, we're bringing you this live. Uh, we're going to uh, show you when the president gets to Somerset and, obviously, when he gets back on the plane to head to uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, Shannon, maybe you can just map out quickly of what his day is going to be like, or actually his day, just two or three hours here in southern New England. That's right, Mike. It's going to be quick. I mean, he's coming in here. He's going to obviously greet the dignitaries that are here on the tarmac, and then they're pretty much getting on the motorcade, which I mentioned is right over in the distance by uh, the TF Green Fire Department, and that will take them uh, down the highway over to some. Well, I will do a play-by-play of who's on, traveling uh, the with Biden. Future for our country at the former Brayton Again, Point good afternoon. Power Plant, which was shut down back in uh, You're 2017. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. In the background, of, of that's the, the WPRI coverage. Uh, these were uh, climate change and, and um, you know, our climate future was one of the four pillars of his Air Force One has landed a TF Green. Speech. We can see the uh, president's plane Air on board taxiing closer to the us president right of now. the United States. As we get ready for the president to get off the plane. This is um, years ago. Remember when Frank around. Somerville had the kill time? Let's just sit back and watch Air Force One take off and then. It didn't take off for like 25 minutes. As we mentioned earlier with Ted, this appearance... And then come back around to us. Uh, Shannon, as we mentioned earlier with Ted, this appearance is really significant for the uh, town of Somerset and really Brayton Point because he's trying to make his pitch Ooh. for his clean energy plan. He also has to convince some members of Congress to get on board. Senator Joe Manchin obviously has turned down the original plan. The president says that's not going to stop him from passing it. So it's a, a big moment locally for Somerset and also a model of what could happen across the country if he gets this uh, passed. What is it like for the uh, press? Anytime a president or a dignitary comes into town, it seems like the Channel 12 coverage. just Rhode Island, but outside the state of there. Are you seeing that? Well, they travel on you know, board. I actually have to say, Mike, I think it's a small group of us. It's not a large press presence here. Well, that's because they're on board. Easier, thankfully, and there's also a nice breeze here at TF Green. You mentioned off the top uh, how hot it is today for the president's arrival. I wasn't aware there would be a breeze at TF Green, so we are welcoming that. Um, but, yeah, not a ton of press here. Um, maybe a, a lot of them are down at Somerset. I'm not sure what they our are. are seeing over there. As you can imagine, this is pretty quick when the president comes in on and Air Force the One and then departs in the motorcade. As you mentioned, it's a very quick visit. Maybe that's why the press is kind of dispersed. Um, and also, this was a very quick announcement of the visit. No, I mean, we it. found out Monday night, and we're here on Wednesday. Um, and even today, we only just got the full plan uh, of what's going to happen today, hour by hour, from the White House, um, closer to the president's arrival. Um, but exciting nonetheless. Uh, this is my first experience with the president visit and just to see Air Force One taxiing down the runway of TF Green is quite a sight. Um, now if you look uh, to my left we have all of the staircases ready to go here. They are just called aircraft staircases. I asked if there was an official name for them. There is not. Uh, the middle one here is the one uh, with the red carpet rolled out for the president, though. That is the one he will be walking down. Again, we mentioned there are a number of dignitaries uh, ready to welcome the president here on the tarmac, including Governor Dan McKee, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, Warwick Mayor Frank Picosi, and U.S. Attorney for Rhode Island, Zachary Cunha. And Ooh. here comes Air Force One taxiing down the runway as we wait for President Biden to get off the plane. Chief Meteorologist Tony Petrag has said the conditions for the president, president traveling today have been ideal, although it is 93 degrees uh, at the airport with uh, a little breeze. But uh, at least it was a beautiful day for that touchdown. And you can see the plane is uh, about to stop as uh, the president will get off. What happens after this, Shannon? And greet Governor McKee. So the president will and come down the stairs, Mike, from the aircraft. Greet the and mayor. And he will uh, and greet head the over to Braden here Point. on the tarmac, possibly speak with the press, um, and then head over.
over. Uh, the motorcade that I mentioned earlier is actually on its way over here now. And earlier I counted about 12 state police vehicles as well as, you know, the SUVs you typically see in a motorcade. That has obviously grown. Oh. You check out the line of cars coming down now. There's a large motorcade, folks. And then the president will get on that motorcade and head get in the motorcade. The 30 mile trek to, I say trek, we're Rhode Islanders, but the 30 mile trek to Somerset to the former Brayton Point power plant. We see the dignitaries now all assembling here alongside us. Eventually, I'm sure we'll see one of these staircases taxi over to the plane. I would imagine. I think that's the only way he's getting out of it. You know, security is quite impressive when you think about yes. it. Most of us don't usually see this, but there are a lot of securities, and we've seen it so many times, Shannon, over the years, whether it's a dignitary oh, or, or even something like a big event that you do not see all the security that is set up at the airport. There are security agents and state police, uh, you know, away from everybody, but they're watching everything, and it's yep. quite impressive when you see the whole thing. They're pros. Oh, absolutely. It's we see the uh, staircases deal, taxiing the up right now to the plane. And we've got three anywhere. staircases here. All Only the one of them has that red carpet down. So we're presuming that that is the one the president will take down. We'll probably see a number of people departing the plane before he comes off. Yes. But to your point, Mike, yes, lots and lots of security, especially when you have not only the president landing at an airport, but then taking uh, a long drive to another location. Um, again, it was Come pretty on. jarring to see thirty minutes Secret Service um, no donning sniper rifles right, so there's as we were getting ready to come over here in the, the shuttle mayor, bus and the press area. They are on Warwick, top of the roof of and uh, Senator the White House. Green Fire Department. Mayor again, Warwick did got, not uh, wear a tie. White House Frank Picosi, Governor Dan McKee, who had tweeted out early this morning that he would be on the tarmac to welcome the president. Uh, obviously an exciting day uh, for Rhode Island, for our little airport to welcome the president of the United Probably States. It's an international airport. Members of the president's staff coming off Air Force One right now. Yeah, they come off the back. And as Ted Nisi mentioned, the dignitaries in Massachusetts the press comes off the president back, in Somerset, but he did say that Senator Sheldon Whitehouse will cross state lines because this has been his big platform to him. Folks, again, this is live coverage. Now talking about President uh, Biden just landing change, at the airport. The Supreme Court and what is going on there. So that has been a big push for him. And we're waiting right here, Shannon, as the president is there pushing that staircase. You would think it would be a fancier name than that uh, up against the plane for the president to come out. <laughs> You know, I wanted to get it right, Mike. I wanted to make sure we had the official name, but it's just an airplane staircase. Staircase Nothing one. Nothing fancy about it. You can see the motorcade um, is coming through right now, uh, right in front of us, presumably to take the president off uh, once he comes down the plane. Um, he will likely be coming right from the staircase in front of us here where the dignitaries right, have gathered so the only to greet him. Right close to the Again, plane. Again, a hot day here at TF Green. As uh, you can Governor imagine, McKee. No shade to be had. Thankfully, there's been a nice breeze since we've been out here on Senator the tarmac. Senator and, and the mayor uh, A big thanks to the TF Green Fire Department uh, for letting us kind of crash their department for most of the morning as we assembled and waited uh, they for this big moment limo at right TF Green. The Again, the just waiting for the president to depart from Air Force One. It arrived moments ago and then taxied down to us here at the press gate. And for those of us uh, watching, sometimes we never get to see this part of Green Airport. You could be zipping down Airport Road or around the airport and you might see this field. But normally when you go to the airport, you go through the front and that's where all the commercial planes come in. So it's also unique and kind of special when you see these um, special planes or Air Force One coming in at this point. Yeah. It's a good point, Mike. We, um, you know, when we got here, okay, I expected the to take a much longer walk, and uh, thankfully, we're it's right by where we were staged, but this is not the portion of the airport that you typically see if you are a traveler through TF Green. Right, we are quite we, far can we bring her down? Uh, from oh, the here main portion of the airport. We have opened the door where the president will presumably be coming out of Air Force One. Really exciting moment here at TF Green. Oh, I don't know about that. So we never know the timeline of when the president comes out. Sometimes, typically, we've seen presidents come out quickly. Other times, they uh, haven't. We're going to stay with this uh, for you. And uh, once the president gets into the motorcade, we'll give you a traffic update. As we've been mentioning.
mentioning, mm. there will be traffic delays. Some of those roads probably are already him. Uh, being shut down. I've seen that in He'll the be past. There at 2 it's o'clock. not just a rolling stop. Sometimes they completely shut roads down until the yeah, president leaves and uh, gets down. to uh, Somerset. Um, Shannon, just uh, real quickly, just to uh, recap before the president comes out, uh, how this all came about. Well, I don't know if I want to hear that. So, Mike, on Monday night, right. uh, we got a tip Governor McKee, Nisi broke it. Ted Nisi broke it. Folks, again, you're listening to live coverage. President Biden just landed at TF Green Airport on the tarmac. Governor McKee, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, and the mayor of Warwick. He's then going to go to Brayton Point. Now, I, I believe he'll deliver his speech in Somerset. Just want to see him come off, greet the locals. I don't think he'll walk over and greet the press, but he's traveling on the plane with him, a Senator Markey, Senator Elizabeth Warren, a few others, and then we'll stay with this a little bit. So, they, um, so he's landed, he's a little. You know, he's actually landed right on time. They said he was going to arrive early. And then they said initially it was supposed to be one fifteen. Folks, right now it's one twenty-seven, And he seems to be, they're still waiting for President Biden, but he'll fly. Okay, there's uh, a little activity on Air Force One. And then um, they're not going to get anything done on climate change. They're just not. I'm not saying they're wrong, but they're not they're not going to force the country. They're not going to force us into electric vehicles. And as I read earlier, folks, and again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro show. It's 127 on this Wednesday as President Biden. We want to see him just go off Air Force One. Um, but they um, what the progressives are demanding he he does, they're, they're not going to go along with that. They're absolutely not going to go along with that. And he declared war on the on the oil companies. They're demanding, um, on, on top of that, India and China, they don't follow any type of regulations. So even if the United States did everything that the progressives of, you know, Senator Markey and Senator Whitehouse, that... The Green New Deal. If, if even if the country did everything that they asked, you have to just wonder what type of blueprint, what type of imprint is this really going to affect? Is it going to have? And the answer is not not much of an imp, uh, impact. So, so again, folks, this is live coverage. President Biden is at TF Green Air Force One just landed. He is in Warwick at the. Bottom. Here comes President Biden. They're trying to figure out. He's walking around. He's got his sunglasses on. President Biden here. Talking to someone. In Warwick, ready to come down the stairs of Air Force One. Talking to someone on the plane. He's got the blue blazer. And um, he better be careful on those stairs because it is hot. Oh, they're giving him some kind of a quick briefing at the top of the stairs. He approached. So here comes, folks, President Biden. He's now. I don't don't see a tie. No tie. Blue shirt, Navy jacket. Okay. And there comes the president, followed by Elizabeth Warren and Markey. Following behind him, Senator Warren, Senator Ed Markey. Congressman Auchincloss. Of course. And he's coming over, greeting Governor McKee. Greeting Governor Dan McKee. Yep. And there's the mayor of Warwick. And then Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Very quick with McKee. Is Elizabeth Warren looking at Governor McKee? But he's focusing. Sheldon is in a tan summer suit. Hands in pockets. Senator Whitehouse shaking hands, folks. Now Governor McKee is greeting Elizabeth Warren. And then Senator Markey, Secret Service there. And then it does seem like a little bit of a breeze. Yep. 
who that guy is. Um, president just came. So the president is chatting with Senator Whitehouse. There's Senator Markey. They obviously know each other. Oh, my God. Whitehouse and Markey do like a secret handshake. There's Jake Ossenkloss. Okay. I don't know who the older guy is. So. Oh, Senator Whitehouse is hugging someone. You know, no matter what sure who that is. No, disagree, Mike. Something like this happens. A world leader comes in. A president comes into town. Uh, Shannon, it's exciting. It's a it, it's a big deal. Not really. No, I disagree. Yeah, for the smallest state in the country, Mike, I'd say so. At our little airport here to see. It's not a little airport. It's international the airport. The United States gathered on the tarmac. I think there's the, the guy with the nuclear Warwick football. And the governor of Rhode Island and other dignitaries. It's quite the sight. Well, they're directing something. As you can see, they're trying to tell him. I think it's time to And they all to just did go. their greetings to each other. Yeah. He goes back. President Biden is going back like to Governor McKee. To their and now he's got his hand around the mayor of Warwick. President once again speaking with Governor Dan McKee and has his hand on the shoulder of Warwick Mayor Frank Ficozzi. The mayor of Warwick is having a nice personal moment with... Um, President Biden. Maybe the mayor is talking about his Christmas lights. I think quite a lengthy conversation with both of them. Yes. We're going to have to find out, Mike. We're going to have to find out what Biden's never in a hurry, that's for sure. Minds need to know. Biden loves this type of moment. He's the big deal. Right. He's spending quite a bit of time with both of them. He's talking to both McKee and him. Biden loves, like, he's in no rush. He's the power guy. I disagree. Right now, they're telling him to come along. Up. And there's now Biden's going. Oh, he's getting in the other vehicle. Okay, so folks, there it is. Oh, and here's McKee and the mayor. And Sheldon Whitehouse is going with them. So, all right, let's stay with this for a moment because I want to see if, if in fact, Governor McKee and the mayor of Warwick, if they address the press. That's what ideally would be the coverage of it. Biden is, uh, President Biden is still on the tarmac, and a lot of, obviously, Secret Service goes without saying, and, and also dress, Secret Service dress casually. So, now this would be a moment for Governor McKee and uh, the Mayor of Warwick, ideally, to then address um, address the media, if, in fact, the media if they go up. Now, I would imagine you have the local press corps there. It's small. All right, the national press corps. So now Channel 12 is going to traffic. I've never seen this person. Brittany Trumpy. I'll bet they give her a hard time at Channel 12 because she has the same almost last name as the former president. All right, so folks, again, you're listening. This is live coverage. Uh, I would You want to avoid 195 right about now if you can simply because the the road is then going to be clogged with um with the Biden traffic. Now let me just double check. So they captured him Channel 12 did arriving. Okay. Uh Channel 10 also has it. I don't know about Channel 6, but we want to see um whether or not he um is Biden going to, or excuse me, is Governor McKee and the mayor of Warwick, are they going to, um, are they going to address the media? So President Biden has arrived in Air Force One, and there's uh, Channel 10 has Katie Davis of the I-Team, and we'll see if they go to uh, McKee and the mayor of Warwick, who are also at the airport. So the motorcade is just sitting on the tarmac right now, Air Force One. And folks, you think about it. This is everywhere he goes. This is what it's like. Everywhere they travel, the road stop is this type of greeting. Then he's going to go and give the speech in Somerset, of all places. Then go back, and then he's back. I think he's at TF Green at 4 o'clock, and then wheels up. 
um, in the you know literally back in 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 time for uh, dinner. I want to see if anyone is going to go to. Are they going to go to get Governor McKee and the mayor of Warwick? No, that would be my move. Oh, okay. So uh, Channel Twelve has the mayor of Warwick. All right, we'll listen to this a little bit. Why not, folks? Tell me about, you had quite the conversation just now with President Biden. Uh, what did you talk about? Well, we're exchanging pleasantries and not talking about Warwick. I told him how um, we, Warwick, uh, the pilot may have told him they were in Providence, but we're actually in Warwick. I told him about 39 miles of coastline, uh, just how great the people are here. They were actually the second largest city, not Cranston. Um, things like that. Are telling him that? When you ever took over as mayor, did you think you'd be having a conversation with the President of the United States? Two years ago, before I thought about becoming mayor, I never thought I would be. What was that like, that moment for you? Uh, it was kind of surreal. It really was. I mean, the office of the president, I have such great respect for that. No matter who's currently sitting there, it's just, um, it's the president of the United States. It's historic. It's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me. And did he have anything to say about Rhode Island? Well, he said it was beautiful so far. And then he said they didn't want to take the 747 because they were afraid of just going right up, right by the state when they were landing. <laughs> so he made... Governor McKee is still in the background of the shot. That's right. A big day for a small state. Yes, it's a huge day. All right, Mayor, thank you so much. All right, Mike, as you heard, a big day here at TF Green. All right, I want to hear when they get... A big day for the Mayor of Warwick. Uh, President Biden is uh, waiting in the motorcade now to head to Somerset. Governor McKee, you wonder if McKee asked President Biden to cool off the FBI investigation. Years ago, there was this billboard at TF Green yes. Airport, and the sign basically said, "Welcome to uh, Warwick." Despite what the pilot told you, you have landed in Warwick. Yes. I always thought that was kind of neat. That was former mayor really. the Deacon, uh, who did that. We're going to stay with we're going to stay with you, Shannon, until the uh, president leaves. Uh, is the car starting to move now? Yes. Yes. The yes, motorcade, the motorcade is, is moving along right now, Mike. Slowly but surely. Right, get McKay. It's, it's quite lengthy, um, and I, unfortunately. Um, uh, Mayor Picosi did tell me that they came over on the same shuttle we did over from the fire department, um, and the air conditioning is not working on that shuttle. So once you get out on the tarmac, believe it or not, it was actually relieving to have uh, the the breeze that Folks, we had uh, here, uh, despite the temperature. Good afternoon. Again, I just want to see the uh, motorcade leaving if TF they get an on its way to Somerset. I would Remember, imagine if you are would. driving today uh, anywhere from 95 here in Warwick all the way to 195 to Somerset, expect delays, expect closures. Um, they have quite the trip to go here uh, as they transport the president to the former Brayton Point power plant. Where's the governor and the mother of the governor? Shannon Hagee. Shannon, thank you. We'll be checking back with you a little bit later on. And of course, we'll have team coverage starting at four right here on WPRI 12. And please stay with 12 News for continuing coverage of the presidential visit. You can see the president's address streaming live. No, they didn't go for the McKee interview. Nobody wants to, no, no, no one wants to do that. It's 12. Are they ending their coverage, folks? Good afternoon. It's 1.38. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. President Biden has arrived at the airport. And that's it. They break away without any interview with Governor McKee. Hmm. All right. I'll go to, um, let me check channel, tw- uh, channel 10. Let me check channel 10 here. not sure who this reporter is. Boy, 10's got some new reporters. I don't know who that is. Let me um, pull it up. Let's see. Oh, no, they, they're, now they're going, is that to Somerset already? Oh, Jody Reed. Where, where is, um, let me just see. Are they going to change. Oh. One thing he's likely to reference today is this heat that we're all feeling right now. I know I am. The ACs are cranking all over New England, so of course the demand for power is high, which the president is expected to talk about. Now the president chose Brayton Point because this cold fire, oh. coal fire power plant shut down back in 2017 and now he's hoping to use the land here to promote the offshore wind industry along the south coast. Live in Somerset, Jody Reid, NBC 10 News. And Jody, just stay with us a second there. While you were speaking, we were showing some file tape of the old cooling towers for that old Brayton Point uh, power plant. That's a, that's a landmark 
that we all that we all know. And when they came tumbling down, that was something we all remember. All right, the highway has been blocked off now, so the president gets free access to make his way over to the south coast. So you can see the traffic is starting to build. But to the right would be uh, traffic, I believe, going into Providence, and on the left. Look at that. That highway has been shut down so the president can hang a right at 195 oh, yeah. and just make his way out there. I bet he could do that in about 15 minutes if they really press it. Yeah. However, burning a lot of gas might not be the best thing to do as you're talking of climate control. That's what the president is here for, to push his agenda. He may take some executive actions to try to go around those blocking him in Congress. He may play hardball, or maybe he'll go halfway. We're waiting to see. 245, we'll know whether any news comes of this. But the news really is, this is a surprise visit. We only found out about it yesterday. So either it's a, it's a Hail Mary a pass or, a, you know, just a, a kind of a run the ball, and let's see how far we get. We'll be watching as the president makes his way to Somerset. When he gets there, we'll come back on the air and bring you the speech live. In the meantime, I'm Gene Valicenti for NBC10. Let's return you back to programming and remind you... All right, folks, again, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. All right, so nobody got Governor McKee at the airport. Maybe he's not talking to anyone. Both have gone back into uh, regular programming. Which, it is kind of odd, they're both still, stations are still both running, um, are both running, you know, what was known as soap operas. All traffic cameras that typically display Interstate 95 are shut down due to the president. That's just one of the other precautions that they always, uh, that they always make. Let me just check some other latest. Let's see. Pull reports. Seems as an accidental threat to the nation. Blah, blah, blah. No one seems to care about that. Uh, that's coming from the pool reporter for the LA Times. Um, let's see. Senator Whitehouse is going to join the president. Uh, there are some protesters. Biden, go home. Uh FJB, Trump, and some other Trump won are some protesters along the route. So you have that. Let me play uh, some other sound, and then he'll give his um, speech this afternoon. 2 p.m. temperature, 94 degrees in Providence. Heat index feels like 97. Okay, so there's the um, president gets off. And there's the um, Governor McKee and also, as we talked about, the mayor of Warwick as well. I'm just looking at some other. Well, I wouldn't say that that's a crowded meet and greet, that's for sure. Who who goes to hear the Sarah Morgathaw talk? She's going to need more than that. Um... Let's see. It's so hot, but is it hot enough to fry an egg? They're doing the experiment with a hot uh, uh, an egg on tinfoil. All right. So Biden has landed. Big story. Media in overdrive. But the other real story is the fact that I think the AOC stuff is hilarious. I think AOC pretending to be in the handcuffs is hilarious. So Tony Silva, the Attorney General, can I can we play that piece? The Attorney General Peter Narona issued a report about Tony Silva, which in some way for the McKee campaign, it's a little bit of a win because the news of the Peter Narona report. Television news will go all in on the Biden visit. So, and I understand that, by the way. But I want to, um, let me play Channel 12, who who they were very aggressive on the Tony Silva piece. And they have also, Channel 12 has been very good investigative reporting on Governor McKee. You wonder if McKee said anything to to Biden about the FBI investigation. So anyhow, here is um, Channel 12. I want to bring you a brief 
breaking news story, a latest on an investigation into Anthony Silva and a proposed real estate project in Cumberland. The Attorney General's office found Silva did nothing illegal but determined that his actions were improper. Oh. So it's a 22-page report, and it concluded that... Silva attempted to exert influence over a controversial wetlands project, but that influence did not reach the level to be considered bribery or extortion. Governor McKee released a statement that reads in part, quote, the governor had no involvement in this matter and no laws were broken. Well, but the fact of the matter is it was your chief of staff that was under investigation, Governor. So let's just, you know, let's um, let's just be clear about that. Um, it, it was... Um, it was your chief of staff. He, he, Governor McKee, and again, folks, at 146, as far as the FBI probe, he likes to say, oh, no, they're not, they're not investigating me. They're, they're, they're investigating the ILO contract. Yeah, but you, you're the one that, you're, you're the one that, that signed the contract, that put it into play. So they, they're not somehow, you know, investigating like, gee, how did this, come about if 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 ILO didn't get the contract then if ILO didn't get the contract then there's no story so uh Ted Nisi seems to be having a makes sense this is 95 right now just ahead of the airport exit yeah where well, they closed the highway um let's see I just want to, I want to come back to the Tucker Carlson AOC thing. I really like that story. She was pretending that she was in handcuffs last night. Pretending to be in handcuffs. Let me just play this again. Decided to block traffic in front of the Supreme Court because girl power means blocking traffic. And that's when police officers did something they've never done before. Those mean cops put both Sandy Cortez and Ilhan Omar in invisible handcuffs and led them away with their hands behind their back. You're seeing those images on the screen right now. Now, several media outlets picked up these images as proof that Sandy Cortez and Ilhan Omar are deeply oppressed. For Sandy Cortez, the trauma was real, totally. It was her lived experience. She was wearing a coat in 90-degree heat. It's just the latest harrowing tale of Sandy Cortez's tenure in Congress, her life since Boston University. You may recall that nearly a year and a half ago, she almost died. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has given a harrowing account of her experience on January 6th. A harrowing, an emotional account of what happened to her during the Capitol riots. It's one of the most harrowing accounts so far. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, tell that harrowing story. The harrowing story of how she hid from attackers during the Capitol riot. Boom! 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 Disclosing new harrowing details. <laughs> he was a quarter mile away. She wasn't even in the building. And yet, this whole business of, uh, you know, she was hiding from them. But there was where she's pretending to be wearing handcuffs with her arms behind her back. Because they are leading her away. I mean, that is really something. Wow. <laughs> Pretending to be wearing handcuffs. But then she blew it by waving to the crowd. All they did was remove her from the road. What a fraud. Um, and Elon Omar did the same thing, although AOC is, um, is obviously more well known. Folks, good afternoon. Right now it's 149. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. This, uh, this portion of the program is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Stop in and see them delicious lunch, dinner. And remember, they also have outdoor air conditioning on the deck at the Lodge. Live Nation sends out a high traffic alert for Morgan Wallen show Thursday at Star League. Um, Thursday, this we're going to skip out, get into the pavilion. Ticket holders, first headlining show in the area. High traffic volume. This guy's very, very popular. So they immediately set out. Um, it's just his name 
caught my eye on um, on Twitter. Meanwhile, yesterday, the first lady of Ukraine was at the White House. All right, let me get back to. Um, let's see more local coverage. Governor McKee must feel that he's having a good day because you have the president in town and then you also have uh, Tony Silver with the attorney general's office is saying that they're not going to bring charges. Um, So if you're Governor McKee, that's actually considered a win. And then we played the governor is getting some play with his mother in the first uh, television ad. Now, folks, I want to remind you, and again, good afternoon. Right now, it is 151. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, this portion of the program, folks, remember, go to our website, depetro.com. We have a lot listed. Um. And you can uh, get some great items in the shop and a lot more. And then also, if you want to reach me, if you want to contact me, this portion of the program, Brett's Way Brood Awakenings, stop in and see them. Three great locations. They're located. There's a Brood Awakenings near you, Johnston, Cherry Hill. And then you also have Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. And then Bald Hill Road in Warwick, which is a, a, just a fantastic uh, location of of Brood Awakenings. They, the food is delicious. The chairs are very comfortable. I'll see you discover the Brood difference at Brood Awakenings. I also want to, uh, if you go to the website, petro.com folks, we have the latest on Governor McKee and his poor approval ratings. Governor McKee is the least popular governor in the entire country. And you can see the full list. We have it posted right there at the website petro.com What's this story that I want to um, check on? Let's see. El, uh, Tony Silva, the former Cumberland Police Chief, former Chief of Staff to Governor McKee, apparently acted improperly, but according to Attorney General Peter Narona, he dot, did not act illegally. Uh, officer, ACI officer pleads not guilty in death of the inmate. That is such an odd story. Um, and then something to watch for Friday is Trump-Pence rivalry intensifies as they're considering runs for 2024, and they're both having competing rallies. They're both having competing rallies Friday in Arizona. Uh, they have both have uh, two different. They each have different candidates, so. I'm anxious to see how that how that race comes out. Um, let me just check what else, folks. Also, you have to um, you got to check out little Olivia Degnan has on the one after dark <laughs> onesie for an infant, and it looks fantastic. Um, that is great. Great news. When, well, someone um, someone was just posting, you know what's a real problem is um, the amount of people that it's very difficult to get people out if they are, to get them evicted. Someone that I knew that they have a place in Newport and they rented it out and then the people just would not leave. And that that's this is where this woman Jill where she was planning that's her home where she was gonna live this for the summer, right? She has a place in Newport. And and instead house that they rented it to, the people would not would not leave. And um and so and and, and this is apparently it's a, it's a major problem with landlords in dealing with this. Of, you know, and it really started during. To me, it kind of started during the. Um, it started during 
the, the pandemic when they were giving housing money, but then they were telling people you, you don't have to, you don't have to, um, you know, pay your rent. And so what happens when you tell people that you don't have to pay your rent? They, they don't pay their rent. And so people would not pay their rent. And then as a result of that, landlords have to deal with all these people that, that not only do they have extra money, and then they were still refusing to pay their rent. So it's just really ridiculous. But anyhow, um, so, but I would argue, to be fair, th- this is a big day for Governor McKee. Because they're looking for something to turn it around. And just so we're all clear, folks, on the, with, with where things are on the calendar. You know, today is Wednesday, July 20th. So, you know, basically tomorrow's Thursday, Friday, it's over. Then you have the last week of July. And then early voting, one, two, three, four. Early voting starts in four and a half weeks for the September 13th primary, which, by the, as I've talked about, it's wrong. The primary should not be, um, this, the amount of voting and the early voting they're doing totally will throw off the election. It will. And, and it's wrong, and we need to, as a state and the area, get back to just that, election day. It's election day. Um, enough of this foolishness with, you know, it's so important and people don't have time. And it's, it's, um, it doesn't, no, we're not having legitimate elections. Rhode Island elections are not legitimate elections. And th- you watch, though. I'm predicting that there's going to be fallout on this one. All right. Now, right now, it's one fifty to go. They're going to have a quick speech because I think he's back at TF Green Airport. I think he's leaving Rhode Island at 4 o'clock. So it's 25, 20 minutes to get to Brayton Point. So he'll basically be there for about 45 minutes. Give a speech, have some other people speak, and then about climate change. And then he jumps back in Air Force One, and he's back at the the White House um, in time for dinner. Now, let me just go through and check all the headlines. This portion of the program, folks, was brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Delicious food. I was out on that deck just a week ago having delicious clam cakes and chowder, lobster roll. Great meal, drink. They're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. We will be doing one after dark later, uh, but the Massachusetts delegation are with the president. So um, both Senators Markey and and also uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren. Um, Let me just see this. Let's see. Biden, why Biden won't declare a national climate emergency in Massachusetts today? Because it's not, right? All right, at 159, I encourage you to visit the website, topetro.com. We have the posting where Governor McKee is the least popular governor in the country. We also have unique video of the uh, armed carjacking in Providence last night. The exit of murder. And then we have all the videos from last Wednesday. It was last Wednesday afternoon was all hell broke loose in North Providence. And then that led to the 70-hour standoff. So, folks, stay tuned. You're going to hear the 2 o'clock news. I'm back on the radio tomorrow at 11. And, again, if anything happens with this Biden visit, we'll uh, go live with WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.